the other thing we'll be able to say is hello there everyone and welcome to Tapcalf Transmissions. I am one of your hosts, Corey, but this just in is my other co-host, <laughs> Mr. Eckhart's Ladder. How are you doing today, Justin? Ah, uh, my sides have have went to orbit with that joke. Uh there you go. Laughing so hard, so going to need to get them back, but otherwise pretty pretty good, pretty good. That's great to hear. Any exciting uh, developments in your life in the two weeks, two whole weeks since we've last convened for such a podcast? No, um, everyone's been sick, like not just me, like everyone I know. And I don't know if it's the same in Ontario, but in Nova Scotia, it's like everyone is sick. Just everyone's sick. And it seems like... Sick. You've been perpetually sick literally since me and Charlie left. Yes. Yeah, that's ago. pretty much it. I've been sick since, I'd say, like, when did you guys leave? Um, like, the 14th? The 13th? 14th? Yeah, yeah I, I have been sick since pretty much then. It's been, like, right now it's not that bad. I'm just, like, super tired all the time and, like, coughing a lot, and it sucks. It's been certainly worse at points. Uh, but it's just been nonstop, so it's exhausting. Um, so yeah, that sucks. But like all, like I drop August off at school uh, in the morning, and usually, you know, there's like 15 kids, uh, or 20 kids in his class, and like the other day there were four. Um, so like you can't buy, uh, you can't buy medicine really. It's all out. Yeah, that, um, that's I think pretty universal right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not sure if it's the flu. Like, I regret not getting the flu shot because it might be like a flu, but I was also sick, so I didn't want to get it while I was already kind of battling um, an illness. But, like, the, once I have a few days where I'm feeling okay, I'm going to go gra grab that. Um, but, yeah, it's been it's been awful. And I think I got, like, a sinus infection now, which is something a lot of people have. So it's just, just I'm just, I'm in one right now. Yeah. You're really falling apart, much like Luke's mechanical hand did in the subject of today's episode. Yeah, it's because I've been wearing the sock of Darth Vader. It's like, <laughs> it still like makes me fall apart, but just much more slowly. Well, that subject is in fact Tales, not Tales of the Jedi, Jedi Prince 2, Book 2, Lost City of the Jedi. I didn't uh, remember a single fucking thing from Book 1. Not a single thing. Even after reading the Wikipedia summary... Didn't remember it. Not the the shock hand situation or anything nope. from that. Nothing. I'm guessing Ken wasn't in it at all, was he? Uh, no, not that I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I just completely forgot about it. But uh, but yeah, this book this book was interesting. Do you want to kind of set the stage? Do you want to summarize what happened in the last book a little bit? Kind of bring people up to speed. Well, last book was all about getting the glove of Darth Vader, which Trioculus did. Uh, this fresh-faced, new, three-eyed guy who's claiming to be the son of the Emperor, even though we know he's not, in fact, the son of the Emperor, he just happens to also have three eyes, like the actual son of the Emperor. Uh, different different uh, setup, though. If you have three eyes in Star Wars, you have to have... Uh, your name has to have, like, Tri in it. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's kind yeah of we, we learned that he's got the eye in the wrong spot. Kind of a, a major uh, mix-up, because... Yeah. Triclops has it on the back of his head. His third eye is on the back of his head. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you think anyway, they all continue. listen to third eye blind? Like, is that the... No, because they, they don't want to be third eye blind. Well, what other be... third eye bands are there? Like, when they're doing their inauguration or their coronation? 
Um, yeah, I I guess. Um, there's got to be a better one, though, than that. I don't think there is. Like, I can't even think of a... Is how is how is it going to be? Is that Third Eye Blind? Uh, all I know is Semi-Charmed Life. I believe it's Third Eye Blind. Okay. Well, we'll get some people checking do, do, on that. Do, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. That's the Tap Gaff theme song now. Yeah. It's not the actual song, just my rendition of it yeah. as, yeah. Your sick rendition of it. Yeah. But the, so, they, you need the glove of Darth Vader if you're going to be the leader of the Emperor, or of the Empire. Everyone knows that. That's why mm-hmm. when Darth Vader had the glove, he was the leader of the Empire. Yes. Uh, but yeah. the, the Prophet Kadan has made this, this pronouncement, this prophecy, that the next leader of the Empire will have Vader's glove. And wouldn't you know, the part of the Death Star 2 with Vader's glove on it, I think was blown to Mon Calamari uh, through hyperspace. So yeah. they went, they picked that up. Uh, Trioculus shocks some people with a weird mechanical thing, faking his force lightning powers. Uh, but yeah, so many hijinks ensued, and now we're here, where they need support from Grand Admiral Grunger, who mm-hmm. is only going to follow whichever person gets the blessing of Supreme Prophet Kadan. So Hissa and Trioculus, they go to uh, Scardia Station, where mm-hmm. Kadan is. To find like, the race of dwarfs. They call yeah, this, that's not, not ideal. I uh, actually think dwarf is, is an okay... Because I, I, I looked it up because I didn't want to say it if it wasn't. And I think that's an... It's, you know... I think it's okay. Okay. Yeah, it's not, you know, I think there's like a, a more ideal word, but there's also much more offensive words that I'm not yes. going to say. Um, I, but I don't know if like he's literally just short or if, because they, they say human dwarf, and but all of them are, are dwarves. Um, so like, I don't know. Well, one of them's like seven feet tall, so not all of them. Jedgar's like seven feet tall. Oh, is he? I must have missed yeah. that. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, there goes that theory then. Yeah, so but I, I never knew I never knew that about Caden. So yeah, he's only Kadan. he's uh, 130 centimeters tall apparently, according to Wikipedia. So 130 centimeters. What's that in feet? I don't know. Four foot, four four foot and a bit. So yeah, that's pretty short. Yeah. So yeah. Hissa is trying to tell Trioculus during their meeting with Kadan, like just tell him the truth. He's gonna know. And eventually he'll just agree with us anyways, because Kadan kind of sees through all their bullshit and crushes some orbs. He's got yeah, some the, orbs or- that the he orbs know all. The orbs know all. Yeah, and apparently from one silver orb, he gets the, the whole plot of the rest of the series where Ken, the Jedi Prince, is going to uh, gonna stop him. Yeah, so let's talk about Ken. Ken's got a, Ken's got an interesting situation. Uh, we know he's referred to... So Ken's living in this lost city, the Jedi, which, of course, t- is it exists under the surface of Yavin 4. Yep. Um, and he's... Obviously, the Jedi are gone, so he's being cared for by a, uh, a few droids, and he's also got a little uh, pet as well. Um, and... It, there's kind of a hint that he's a Jedi prince from his droids. And then the, uh, and then Kadan just straight up says he's a Jedi prince because yep. the orb is silver and silver is the color of, uh, of, of Jedi princes. So. Yeah. 
obviously. Yep. What what exactly would make you a Jedi prince, though? The droids yeah, imply I, I they're don't... treating him like a Jedi prince, but like, come on. Yeah, I don't think we know yet. It might have to do with his heritage, his Palpatinian heritage, as we learn later, but I don't know. Yeah, because like his uh, his mom was, I guess, a Jedi, Kendalina, which is a fucking stupid name for. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's stupid, but it's it's not Ken. And it's like it's not like it's not like Ken Starfinger. It's just Ken. Yeah, we we don't know his last name. He never gets one. Yeah. Just Ken. Just Ken. Um. Yeah. So so Ken's up to some business. We also get uh we get lots of uh, more fun to start off the book. Um. We have uh we have Han at the very beginning, uh who's rented a warehouse on on Bespin Bespin. And is uh, apparently building what he calls a sky house. Yeah, yeah. So a Bespin fuck pad is what it. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like the sick floating house that can, fl- like, because you know Bespin city of cloud or Bespin's the city, but I mean or the planet. He says with this house he can just fly wherever he wants, yeah. and you know he kind of already had the Millennium Falcon, but yeah. <laughs> I was know. thinking this seemed a little redundant. Yeah, but it seems like it's got all the things that the Falcon doesn't have. Like they focus on the kitchen, which yes. the Falcon doesn't have, and all these bedrooms, which the Falcon doesn't have. Yeah. So room for the room for the kids. There's a deep exploration of various characters' psyches in this story, and yes. that's Hans. Like yeah. where we see him going through a period where he wants what he doesn't have. Yeah, we and get that it down to the nerves, Leia. and yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough look at a beloved character. Uh, it will really challenge your preconceived notions of everyone's favorite scoundrel. Yeah, like we learned that he presumably caused the death of the better Corellian pilot because he admits this other pilot was better than him. And he just happens to die at the Battle of Endor. You know who that pilot was, everyone? Snoke. It was Snoke. And the second I read that, so the pilot's name is Snoke uh, Loran or Loroan. Uh, and the second I saw this, I was like, you know, people were crazy about this. So I googled Snoke. Uh, what's his last name again? Snoke. Lorone is how I was. Yeah. Yeah. Not like face. Um, and of course, if you go to Reddit, there's a post: "The Origins of Supreme Leader Snoke" with that page and a big arrow pointed at its name. I was like, okay, maybe this is a joke, but. You read the comments and like I'm gonna do a video on this because it's just so fucking funny. Um, reckon they got this name from it. Or reckon they got the name from this. Chances of them coming up with a name like Snoke and two different Star Wars sources by chance would have to be slim. Um, and then apparently someone in the comments says Pablo Hidalgo mentioned the Jedi Prince books as a clue to Snoke's story, which I don't fucking think he did do that. Um, he probably did as a joke because he knew yeah. the name was in there yeah and then cool fine perhaps snoke loren was thought to be wiped out but lived through the battle of endor and ended up on the endor moon and grabbed vader's melted helmet maybe even corrupted by the armor um and then the, the op says very possible such a random find um <laughs> spoiler alert it wasn't very possible <laughs> yeah yeah um, but and then somebody in all deeper. caps wrote Somebody in all caps wrote wrong, and it was downvoted negative 23. <laughs> this goes even deeper, though, because Ken, all we're missing is an Ilor. A what? If you add Ilor to Ken, 
you get Kylo Ren. Oh my fucking god. That's true. Yeah. Um we had Kylo Ren say the name Snoke in what, nineteen ninety four? What is when did this come out? Um nineteen ninety two, I believe. All right, well there <laughs> we go. Very early. Well, I mean, we also had Kai Bo Ren, which that's a lot more. Snoke is just like a random Star Wars name, but Kai Bo Ren from the droids cartoon, yes. that one is actually kind of fucking insane. That's the one where I'm like, yeah, they might have like somebody might have put that up as a bit of a laugh. And then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the name Snoke came from this. It's just clearly not the same character in any way. <laughs> I would be surprised. I think that uh, isn't the rumor that Snoke came from uh, what was it again? There, it was like a an acronym for like not what is it? Does anyone in chat know? But I'm trying to see if I can find it. Um, but basically, it was like some but I can't remember. But basically, not a Sith. Um, so it was kind of funny, but I, I don't know if that's if that's true. But maybe we'll never know. Yeah, but maybe we'll never know. We get Luke coming to Han's apartment and basically saying, "When you're marrying my sister," and yeah. Han says, "Hey, she's at the top of the list if I do settle down, kid." <laughs> top but, of the list. But, I'll, cons- uh, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. For whatever reason, Leia is on Yavin. <laughs> this is like five. This is one year after Endor. No one should yeah. really be on Yavin right now, but that apparently is where like everything's run out of. Yeah, and if anything, Endor, like sometimes they had it like where the rebels went back to Endor for a bit. Yeah. Like, I think that's what the Marvel comics did. But uh but yeah, Yavin is a weird one. <laughs> so Luke Luke and Han head back to Yavin, partially because Luke has been injured in the prior books events. So he has some scrapes and bruises, but most importantly, his hands all fucked up his mechanical hand. Well, that happens in this book. Well, no, they they head back because he's all damaged. But anyway, oh, yeah, he but that happens, sh- in, that happens yeah. in this book, though, because yeah. he gets beat up and then he gets his hand blown up by the explosion. Yeah. Yeah. But sorry. anyways, they Cloud City looks at it and they're like, we don't we don't have the parts to fix your hand in this high-tech establishment, you know where they would have it is jungle the central planet. clinic in the jungle, jungle which is world. apparently a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just weird. And they also talk about Yavin having like cities on it or like, yeah. Cause there's a fucking, uh, the Hoden that's just walking around in the fucking jungle so that he can tell trioculus about the, the herbs he needs to fix his eyes later on. Yeah. Oh, I remembered what Snoke was, by the way. Sith, no one knew existed. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Regarding um, regarding that, why? It's like it's kind of they do the thing because it's a, a book for kids where it's like we can have three planets and they got to be planets that were in the movie so the kids can imagine them. It just the 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 whole din seems so unnecessary. I don't know. So. I, I get that we're two 30-year-olds sitting here talking about uh, a kid's book being weird. And that's not lost on me, trust me. But I I remember being a kid, and I feel like a lot of kids' books, they my only frame of reference for the age group this is intended for 
is that kids books will often make the child protagonist character the same age as the people you envision reading the book. Right? Yeah. Am I off on no. that? No, I think so you're right. Ken is 12 and Chip yeah. is 12. Mm -hmm. So they want 12 year olds to read this. I would be, I, I feel like I would have read this and felt I was being insulted. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I think that like the Jedi, uh, the Young Jedi Knight series, that's for 12 year olds, I think, yeah. or 13 year olds. Um, that's fine. This is more like, I would say, I would read this to my son, who's four, and he would probably yeah. enjoy it. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is more like eight to 10 year old, I would say. That's like, that feels like high end for me. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Depends whether they're reading it on your on their own or whether you're kind yeah. of twenty, I guess. But yeah, it's like you got to throw in Compnor, and like this this book has the most it, like misuse of of ships that exist, where like uh, where um, Trioculus is in a strike cruiser, I think they say. Yeah, but it's like more like a shuttle, and he lands with escort carriers, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a big ton Falks landing with them. Yeah, like clearly, clearly they just like kind of pulled out the source book, uh, and I like I imagine that's why Compnor also gets a bit of a shout out, which you know that's totally fine. I feel like it's also just like using military sounding terms that whatever they could yeah. for ships, and then it happens to be something as well. But yeah, that's possible too. So I don't know the. The Hodin really just stood out as like, why are you here? And then it became mm -hmm. clear he was just there for his, uh, uh, because they needed something to apply for the, for the herbs so that he could tell Trachus about it. So that all paid off. That sated my curiosity. But at the start, we learned that the Empire has been reduced to, uh, to raiding convoys so they can have food to feed their stormtroopers. Yeah, they're in they're in rough shape. Um, Very specific too. Yeah, and it's like the the uh, is it a Grand Admiral or a Grand Moff that he's trying to court uh, early on? Uh, it's, like it's Grand Admiral Grunger. Grunger, okay, the one who is explodes he... over Corellia by ramming a torpedo sphere. Oh, okay. Uh, is that in the Dark Empire? Pre Dark Empire. Yeah, they die okay. pretty... Well, I don't think it's... No, it's actually really soon after Endor. Like, 6 ABY for the Battle of Trellis? Don't quote oh, me what on story, that. What story is that from? It's not really in a story. I think it was only ever really yeah. in uh, Who's Who. Sorry. I mean, what uh, what source book was it from? I think it's from the Insider article on the Grand Admirals. Oh, okay. I think that's where it was. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, it gets uh, mentioned in Essential Guide to Warfare later, but I don't think it's in any other, like, I don't think it's ever in an actual source book. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so he's like, all he's got is like starfighters. It's like the Grand Admiral. It's like he'll lend me his starfighters. <laughs> yeah, like they, they did establish in the prior book that he had like a, a big fleet of Star Destroyers. So it's been downgraded. Maybe he's lost a bunch of them since then. This is This is a background, another deep bit of world building where the in the background he's lost everything yeah um one, one other thing i really liked in this book is uh when luke gets the vision of obi-wan kenobi and he gets the secret password to uh yeah the, the jedi computer <laughs> or whatever the password is je99di88four00ce so it's 
Jedi Force, not well then with with random numbers interspersed. Um, which yeah, the Jedi are real for that. Like, <laughs> well, he's like, it'll make sense when we get there. <laughs> yeah, Luke was always bad at Scrabble, so or like uh, he just couldn't figure that. Reading, out. yeah, reading. Um, yeah, that that was really funny. I I actually I actually laughed out loud at that when I was reading that part. Um, <laughs> Um, sorry, I coughed there. The password is password. Yeah, exactly. We never got around to changing it. It's embarrassing. Um, but yeah, that was that was some really good stuff. And it turns out that the Jedi built a weather control. One thing you got to know: nothing in this book lines up with anything else that exists. Um, because we know they say Yavin used to be a desolate planet i believe and then the jedi grew the the, the jungles with uh with the force and yeah. their technology we know we that know gets that's things. kind of retconned into sort of working not in the way not like fully but i, I think it's a, a respectable attempt was made where it turns into like oh well after xr kun xr uh the mm-hmm. planet was so devastated that the jedi built this city there to rebuild it which I, I'm willing mm. to accept that, even though this says it's like it was completely barren before forever and you needed to release the heat like that doesn't make sense anymore. But like it, it's it's a respectable enough retcon to to work it in. So they get points for that one for me. I just love how everyone in Star Wars is go- going to Dome Town. It just seems like there's a lot of blowjobs <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. Um, <laughs> also, the way they name their streets, it's like he lived on South Jedi Lane, which yeah. is just great. Well, what else are you going to call stuff in Velocity of the Jedi? That's true. They've, they've only got four streets that meet right in the, the crazy thing is it's always been called that as well. <laughs> <laughs> when they found it, they're like, Velocity of the Jedi, it'll make sense later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, uh, otherwise, I'm, I'm looking. Oh, this, 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 I got some other notes um, here. I like. I like how the... The Lost City of the Jedi is like it's apparently this thing that everyone's been talking about. Like at one part, Han says, uh, I think he's gone off the deep end, Han said with concern. Luke never used to believe in the Lost City of the Jedi. He told me that because Obi-Wan <laughs> and Yoda never mentioned it, then it must only be a legend. It's like, holy shit. Like, you guys have been talking about this during your slumber parties? Apparently. Like, what yeah. else are you going to talk about? Yeah. Um, it's, still it's banging like, your sister. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it being on Yavin, naturally, like the Jedi, they, they're not great at record keeping. That's why they have to have such an obvious password, because if they try to write it down and put it anywhere else, then mm-hmm. they'd lose it. They That's wouldn't be true. able to get back in. Yeah, they'd be fucked. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's anything else I really want to say about this book. It's very short. Um, well, what would you do if you're being talked to by the... The, the false prophet of the dark side. And he's telling you, if you want to lead this empire, you've got to go find the, the fucking jade green wall on the forest planet. Seems like not very much to go off of. And it yeah, seems like I'd the temples like, would have a lot of them. I'd probably like scan it from space or something like probably not burn down tried. the entire forest. But what yeah, does it say know. about the like the security of the apparently top intelligence thing of the new republic that a probe droid just walked into one of the meetings and nearly yeah, slaughtered kind of just vibing and like nearly kills everyone 
Oh, another thing we we get the we get the beginning of um of uh, Trioculus's interest in Leia, uh, yeah. which is going to be interesting later on because uh, there's going to be a robot Leia showing up, which uh, should be very important. Yeah, he wants he wants to kill all of the rebels in the Senate, which apparently there is a Senate, even though like the main rebel base now does still seem to be on Yavin. So. Why? And the, the, they know. kind of hint that the Senate's on Yavin too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So they're all gonna die, except for Leia. Yeah, who he wants to marry so she can be the queen of the Empire. Yeah, which we'll be getting good, to in a in a little while. It's a good title. So there you go. Yeah. All right, how are you? How are you ranking this in our pantheon of kids' books? It's 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 certainly one of them. I think I like this less than the first one, even. I mean, I feel like I might remember this one. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a book. I don't really know what to say about it. Um, I was thinking about how much I wish I were reading about the stories of Jaina and Jason and Tenelka yeah. and Lobaka and and uh, the rest of the crew while reading this. Yeah, so we we wanted to pick something quick. Your voice wasn't going to hold out. Uh, we should talk about the yeah. Jedi Survivor trailer, though, because that did happen. Yeah, we'll we'll have some other news elements after this that we'll we'll get to because I I do need to argue with you about something. But I think when oh, we boy. do the the rest of Jedi Prince, we'll probably do uh, either up. two books at once or just do the whole thing for an episode for the rest of the four of them. Maybe a little much. I don't know. Yeah, I think doubling them up makes more sense. Uh, isn't there seven in total though? Are there seven? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so maybe we do like uh, two, two, and one or something. Yeah. Oh, no, there's only six. There's only six. What was I thinking? Well, yeah. uh, But yeah, I just bullied you like I usually do into into believing what I. Hmm. One thing I like um, is that uh, uh, just reading them, these books were collected into uh, two volumes or two compilations collections rather uh and they were just called star wars book one and star wars book two so you've got to imagine that at some point some kid really wanted to get into star wars because like he'd been <laughs> hearing all his friends talking about it so he picks up star wars book one he's like what the fuck why are there all like whales and shit on the cover what's going on <laughs> and uh yeah instead of instead of getting you know a new hope he gets the glove of darth vader the lost city of the jedi and zorba the hut's revenge well, a couple of years ago, when I was doing my hunting for used Star Wars books, uh, mm-hmm. I found copies of those anthologies or those compilations, I think. So mm-hmm. I, I really regret not buying them now. But at the time, I, I just I didn't think I, I didn't think I needed them. But yep. now I know better. Now I won't make know. such a mistake in the future. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's it for. For the Jedi Prince talk tonight, we got uh, we got a Jedi Survivor trailer. What do you what did you think of that? Not trailer. I guess it was a trailer game. It was a trailer. I think yeah. Um, I don't know. In some ways, I, I got to admit, I was a little disappointed. Not really in anything in the game itself, but I kind of wanted a different trailer. Like, I feel like it was very um, vague on like what like you kind of get hints at what the story is going at. Mm-hmm. I would have wanted it to either be more grounded in that sense or be more focused on gameplay changes. Um, like you can tell a few things they're changing. Obviously there's going to be like a Jedi Knight style uh, 
a Jedi Knight style uh, like power system where you can use like your heavy slashes. I'm guessing with the big, uh, you can see the big, um, what's it called? Uh, Claymore like, style lightsaber. Yeah, the Claymore style exactly. Probably a High Republic era lightsaber. Uh, then you can see uh, at some points he's using just one lightsaber, and at some points he's breaking it apart with two lightsabers and swinging them very fast. So I'm guessing they're probably going to go with a. Uh, a kind of a Jedi Knight style where in that game it's like you get the red style the yellow style and the the blue, blue style, style yeah. yeah which that's good um, but like yeah so I, I think it's going to be great and part of the thing like part of the benefit of having such a good last game is they don't really need to you know I don't think they need to prove themselves right now and yeah. I think it's going to sell really well regardless but like the story especially I kind of just wish there had been a bit more uh, like I'm wondering where all the crew is. Obviously we'll find that out. Seer is kind of seems to have established uh, her own kind of Jedi library. But uh, it seems to me that the story will be Cal rescuing this rescuing um, this Jedi from what looks to be some sort of suspended animation or a, a back to tank or something. And, uh, I'm guessing that he was put in there for some reason because he he talks about being betrayed by those he trusted. So I'm guessing that he kind of went wacky and because the Jedi don't kill people, they just locked him up and uh, Cal has now unlocked him. And yeah, so that's kind of my theory of what's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a, a healing situation gone wrong or a prisoner situation i don't i definitely I, could I'm be a healing situation from, yeah I, I don't know if i if i buy the the prisoner angle. yeah he could just feel betrayed because he's been locked in the back door for so long that's kind of another thing i was wondering too where his skin and his hair is like completely almost bleached yeah uh and initially i thought okay maybe he's just like there's plenty of species in star wars like achani for example that look like that but I'm kind of wondering now whether maybe he looks that way because he's been in Bacta for like a hundred years. Possible. Like it does seem like he is from the High Republic yeah. era himself. Like, yep. I don't know. I, I like that it, it hasn't been giving too many details on the story. I think we got enough there. Like we got enough that we can kind of talk about it and speculate, mm -hmm. but not so much that I feel like I know like even the the seer stuff I thought might have been a little too far. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I can get behind that, but like I feel like if you're going to be like I feel like in that case you need to show more gameplay. Like I was really hoping yeah. for No, I definitely agree there. Um because, like, I am a little concerned. Like, I really enjoyed Jedi Fallen Order, one of my favorite Star Wars games. But after playing, like, Elden Ring and going back and playing the Dark Souls games, you do really see kind of the limitations of that game. Yeah. I think that my biggest problem with Jedi Fallen Order <clears throat> is that when you are fighting a boss, there is only one way to play. Especially, I played through on the hardest mode, and I actually uh, I found it easier than uh playing on normal which is kind of counterintuitive because it was very clear you know when you're playing on normal you think you can do whatever you want and win and sometimes you can just kind of through sheer luck when you're playing on jedi grandmaster whatever it's called you know uh, okay when he does this move i've got a dodge when he does this move i've got a block when he does this i've got a parry um so especially like in the last few boss battles mm -hmm. uh so what I was hoping for in this game was more freedom 
to to play the boss how you want. Like in Elden Ring, for example, you can have there are like you know so many different build types, and you can beat each one of the bosses in completely different ways. Yeah. Uh, now I'm not really expecting that from Jedi Survivor, but at the end uh, of Jedi Fallen Order, it almost becomes a bit like like a really advanced quick time event where it's like each thing the enemy does has one proper uh, response. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that really is a result of the fact that you don't have too many character options compared to Elden Ring and Dark Souls. But yeah, that's yep. definitely a limitation. So maybe with the different combat styles that they seem to be adding in, that'll be adjusted a little bit. But yeah, that's definitely my hope. Yeah, like I was, I was expecting just pure like a five-minute gameplay presentation from it, and no story so stuff to be shown at all. Uh, and I, I was honestly up until like the day before where they said it's going to be a smaller show. I was honestly expecting that we get oh, I didn't even see that at least one other uh, Star Wars game mentioned or. Show oh, yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Once I saw that, I was like, OK, it's going to be Jedi Survivor and that's going to be it. But, yeah, the Game Awards like Jeff Keighley does this every year where he kind of hypes them up and is like, this is going to be the best one ever. And like, I didn't feel like he delivered this year. Um. Like the armored core thing, I believe it's called, looks really cool. But I, I, I have no attachment to that series. So like uh, the the cinematic was amazing. Yeah, uh, that's the new FromSoft or the FromSoft game. It's called Armor Core, right? Uh, that and like Death Stranding two. But like I don't know. I was expecting like maybe a look at Fallout or I don't. Did we get a look? Was there a look at Starfield? Um, I wasn't like, able to watch too much after uh, after Jedi mm-hmm. Survivor. Like I was gonna watch more. But I only had enough time to get in Jedi Survivor and all 75 minutes of Christopher Judge's speech. Fuck, that was brutal. Like, no hate on the guy at all, but that was that was one of the most poorly produced. You got to you got to yank him off with the big hook at that point. (laughs) Like that was that was crazy. It was it was kind of painful. He must have went on for at least like seven minutes, right? I think it was more minutes. Really? I think it was closing in on 10 Oh my goodness! I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find his whole speech. Because we had uh, a fucking me, you, and Charlie were talking about it the whole time, and like I left for a little bit, came back two minutes later. I was at my sister's place, so I was talking to to her, and my nephews were around still. I think because I don't think they'd gone to bed yet. So it was enough that I like got other stuff done in the middle of it, and it was still going on. Yeah, it was it was 11 minutes and 55 seconds, um, and it wasn't. He he's not exactly like a super compelling orator either, orator. However you say it, um, kind of ironic slip up there by me. But um, but yeah, just oh man. But yeah, I, I was I gotta admit I was definitely felt a bit let down by the game awards. Um, yeah, I was I was expecting the pure gameplay too because I believe that's what they did at E three. Yeah. Um, in. 2019, I guess it was where, and that's also like a similar because the game came out in November. Uh, E3s in the summer, so it's kind of a similar distance to release as the game yeah. is now, and it was like a, I think probably like an 11 minute gameplay section. Uh, you know how obviously they do it, highly scripted yeah. stuff, but still. So that was definitely what I was expecting as well. Because that had like a part of the ATAT section, right? I don't remember if that. I feel like that one. I feel like that may have been a second one. Um, I thought this one started with you talking to Saw on Kashyyyk, but it might have. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right in 
them not having to prove themselves with the gameplay anymore. So yeah. that might be why like they're focusing why they just did a little bit of story stuff and showed, hey, look, there's still a lightsaber in this game. I really don't feel like I got any gameplay at all out of the gameplay demonstration. Yeah, there. the stuff but... that I saw, like some of it I was cool with, like the lightsaber styles, that'll be, I always enjoyed that um, from from the Jedi Knight game, although most likely I'll pick medium and stay with it. Yeah. Uh, although I'm, I'm sure they'll have kind of bosses that force you into playing a certain way. But uh, like there were certain things too that I wasn't super hyped about, like more kind of open world aspects of the game uh like he shows him taming the beast and he's also got like a grappling hook now which he can use to help uh you know travel like i didn't love the metroidvania style get new items in return part of the first game uh i think they're gonna make it a bit more interesting this time because it looks like we get a look at a uh a sort of city planet uh probably not coruscant but well we know that coruscant is in the game so i think that oh was do we okay yeah I didn't know that. How do, were, did they? They fully said that, did they? I didn't. It, yeah, that's been. Uh, it's been confirmed. It's in the white papers. Oh, cool. Because the that's... the senator guy is on Coruscant, right? So, right. Yeah, that makes sense then. Uh, that that kind of brings me to the other big question. What do you think is up with that dude with the blaster? I don't know. Like, is that going to be co op? Is that because everyone no, was there's, assuming? There's that... no fucking way. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Although, I don't know, because Elden Ring has kind of jump-in co-op for bosses. I think they're even expanding it. Like, But I don't, like... With Elden Ring, that partially comes from, like, you're you're playing different people with their own thing. Yeah, like, that's it, true. It'd be hard to have, oh, here's Cal, and then you jump in as this other guy. Yeah, that's like, true. You both think you're Cal. And, like, if you were going to oh, do yeah, co-op, no. then, like, Marin is right there. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering... Because, you know, I assumed Cal had a blaster because he's got one in the trailer. And one of the uh, the the pre-order bonuses was, you know, I think Han's blaster. Yeah. Each of the sets I, has a blaster in it. So it's not just a, a Han-related cosmetic. There was like the, right. the cinder rifle or pistol, whatever. Yeah. So now I'm wondering, is Cal still going to have a blaster or no? Because I don't know. I, I, I do think... You know, they put those cinematic trailers together very carefully. So I, I would be kind of surprised if they put a blaster on his hip and he didn't use it. Uh, but seeing the the guy very clearly use a blaster, kind of questioning that now. I th- I think I think it'll be there. I, I don't know why they yeah. wouldn't have shown it now if it is, but I I don't see like if it was just a cosmetic thing, then you'd expect that to be done as just part of the the skin for like the overall character. Right. But I don't know. One thing that I found super funny is like just how, how stupid that part was. Cause like Cal, he's fighting a single stormtrooper and Cal literally fucking guts him with his lightsaber. And then his buddy comes up over the top ropes doing a front flip and like (laughs) hits him with his blaster. Like the dude's been gutted by a lightsaber. Like he's probably already dead. Like, do you know how many calories you probably just burnt? How much energy you expended to, to to do that like i don't know i just thought that was funny so when do you think uh do you think we'd be waiting until after jedi survivor to get more for some of the other games like do you think we're waiting for that or do you think we'll get anything in between now and then i don't even know what the next game is so i i I... think like respawn We know there's two other respawn related games, the Bit Reactor one and their own first person shooter. Yeah. Third per- I think it's first person shooter. I feel yeah, like I the first person so. shooter respawn's not going to say anything about until after Survivor's out the door, but it's two different teams that are working on it. 
So it is in production already. Uh, Bit Reactor, I think, is probably close to being able to see something. But like, where things stand right now, Respawn is the only... Like, the EA games are the only ones that I have any faith in showing us anything anytime soon. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I like I can't... I find it hard to know what how far they are in the game development because... Um, I I just I I don't know. We haven't really heard about it, and they're not saying a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I I I just I don't know. Uh, they could be very far away. They could be like that's kind of my problem with Star Wars. I just I don't know where projects are. Yeah. Like um, the last real news we've gotten about any of the other games that aren't Jedi Survivor are that Eclipse seems to still exist, and that like yeah, the I forget what the company's called that bought Quantic Dream. Uh, oh yeah like right, they I forgot, I forgot seem to want to use it to expand their portfolio so that says wasn't it uh that this. company that makes uh pubg mobile and stuff uh, or... it's one of the many yeah i just know it's not tencent it's one of the other companies okay it's not tencent, tencent. net ease yeah. net ease yeah. there we go uh but yeah so like we found out eclipse sort of still exists at least and mm. before that the only other news was that uh the kotor remake is with saber like that's how long it's been since right. anything has been said about anything so did you see my tweet i put out uh about the uh the kotor 2, KOTOR 2 uh, remaster yeah, yeah how they yeah so that's extremely restored content shady. mod and then yeah so for those who don't know kotor 2 came out what two years after kotor 1 um it had a lot of bugs uh some sections could could break uh, there's a lot of dialogue missing, and there were complete sections missing. Uh, the community, uh, for a long time, has been well. One mod group in particular, I don't actually know the name, um, has been fi- restoring it. So they made the restored content mod originally for Steam and Aspire, who's doing. Aren't they? They're also connected to the the remake, right? Well, they were um, the ones doing the remake before. Are they not? now well so they were making it saber was brought on under the same like they're owned by the same company so saber was coming in to help uh aspire make the kotor remake and then when they did the uh the vertical slice i think it was where they were looking at progress on the game so far uh the the company that owns them i think it was wasn't happy with it so aspire was shelving it and it went to Saber entirely. So Aspire is off of it, as far as we know. Right. Um, okay, so... Yeah, so Aspire fully embraced, who's doing the... They they also re-released the, the Kodoro 1 remake. Or, oh, I, sorry, think it, uh, I think the company that owns them is actually called Embracer Group. So that makes sense. Oh, okay. Okay. Either way, uh, it was... You know, they when they do Kodoro stuff, they're under the name Aspire... They did the Kodor re-release for iOS and Android, and I believe other systems. It, it's actually great. I played through it completely on uh, on on Android or iOS, I guess. Um, and they 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 moved on to Kodor two. They're doing a Steam or sorry, a Switch inclusion for this one. And one of the big selling points, like the uh, arguably a huge selling point, because it's the last thing they show in the trailer as a big surprise is the remastered content is going to be officially included as DLC, which is pretty cool to see, you know, a developer kind of embrace this fan work. 
uh, especially where you know they're not selling it it's coming out for free or at least was supposed to it didn't launch with the game uh, they said it was going to come out q3 of 2022 that's obviously long gone we're uh, we're almost in q we're almost done q4 now um so i i find it extremely shady that they used this feature as a key selling point if you read the comments i'd say at least for the top comments that dominates discussion and if you're saying oh i've never played code or two before and you you know you're like oh i could just buy it on steam for cheap or i could buy it for a lot more on the nintendo eShop. and you're watching the trailer everyone's talking about how cool this restored content mod or dlc is you're like okay i'll just buy it there uh and not only has it not showed up but there's been absolutely no word about it uh so extremely sketchy did the announcement say that it was going to be the restored content mod or just that there would be the restored content? It said restored content DLC. Okay. Um, I don't, so I don't know if it was like, I don't think it's actually going to be the mod itself. So here, somebody very uh, helpfully sent me all the kind of, because I, I wasn't actually aware of this. Um, so somebody sent me the entire situation. So Aspire even had an FAQ page that said, what is the Sith Lords Restored Content DLC? The Sith, the Sith Lords Restored Content DLC is a free post-launch DLC for KOTOR to the Sith Lords. Uh, the DLC is restored original content cut from the original release and includes additional missions, dialogue option encounters, and more. Uh, so I guess it doesn't actually say that it's... Um, I, I guess it doesn't actually say that it's the mod specifically which is in a way worse because it also says here, will the DLC be available on other platforms? Answer, the Sith Lords Restored content DLC will only be available for our recently released Nintendo Switch version, which to me makes the whole thing even worse because it's like, hey, you got to buy this one if you want this restored content, not knowing that you know the mod exists on other platforms. Well, I, I really don't think it's the mod. Like, you know? I think it's just the same name because like the stuff that the restored content mod put back in, a lot of it was in the game and you need to turn it back on and then make some modifications to it to have it not suck. But a lot of the modifications that the mod did to that stuff really sucked. So I kind of hope it's not that either. Like, I'm it's... pretty sure it is because I was reading the Wikipedia page for it and um, they said uh, they said that the Aspire team hired the the modders and worked with them to put it together in this dlc package it says essentially okay so maybe it won't be all of the things but like here's here's what it talks about including and i know a lot of this exists in the mod the new hk manufacturing plant mission that definitely exists in the well mod. i mean it it exists in the mod but it, in that it existed in the game it exists they, in the original game yeah like i i hope it it's not just a port of the mod because like I don't know if you've ever played that mod. Not all the way through, no. But yeah, like when you're playing the mod, my biggest reaction to a lot of the stuff that was restored was, I see why this was cut. Um, yeah, so reading the the, the Wikipedia page, um, it sounds like the team, the Sith Lords, TSLRCM, the Sith Lords Restored Content Mod team, um was involved in making the DLC specifically. Okay. Um, and it's it says that the their involvement as a result of Aspire's initiative gave everyone involved a unique opportunity to resolve remaining issues they could not perform as modders since Aspire had the advantage of working with game source code. So 
I imagine because it is, you know, DLC, not, you know, download at your own risk. It's a mod. Um, they probably will um, clean it up a bit and, and, you know, be selective in what they include. But I know that the Android and iOS versions also had um, the restored content mod, which is, you don't usually, you're not usually able to mod uh, iOS games. So, that would have been had to be something that the developer kind of you know enabled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. when was the when was the announcement for that for the DLC? Um, so the DLC was announced alongside the first trailer for the the re release. So let me just check the date on this YouTube video. It was May twenty seventh of this year. I feel like. That was like there was probably a period where Aspire was thinking like, oh, we're doing the Kotor remake, we're gonna have all this funding, and we're gonna be good to yeah. do all this extra stuff. And I think like those that date lines up with around the time that they were kicked off of uh, the remake and had most of the design leads on that were fired. So I don't know what impact right. that had on the rest of the company and how long it's gonna take to like whether that had an impact on their porting stuff mm-hmm. or what it'll take to get that back on track. So it it doesn't surprise me that it'd be late, but or later than promise. But I don't know. It, it sounds like there's a fire going on inside Aspire for the last few months. Yeah. Uh, one of the things like that I've been kind of hearing from people is that this is something that like, not just Aspire, but other uh, people releasing, re-releasing Star Wars games have, have been doing. Because, you know, like, Jedi... So, like, on one hand, Jedi Outcast had its multiplayer completely removed from the Switch version, despite the fact that, you know, you can go back to the, the GameCube and it's got the multiplayer. But, like, they've also apparently not been fulfilling other promises where, I guess, um, and I'm just saying what I've been told, that the star Wars racer was supposed to get a local multiplayer or local or online multiplayer. And it just, the feature just has never came. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like these things are re-released and you know, they, they get a bit of buzz because it's like, Oh, it's cool. You can play this old game. Uh, and then they're completely like they, they disappear. Yeah. Um, and they're often really shoddy jobs. Uh, I was talking about this with you, but I purchased, uh, the, the Mario, there's like a big collection of Mario, uh, the 3D Mario games. So it's, uh, I believe it's Mario 64 all the way up to Sunshine 1 or or not Sunshine, uh, Galaxy 1 or 2. And that was like a $60 purchase. And then you open it and it's literally just uh, an emulator running the ROMs, the original ROMs, um, where like you can even make save states and stuff. And it's just like, like it's not, it's not widescreen. It's just like, it just sucks to see there's so much potential to do cool things uh, with these games. It just doesn't happen. I guess is what I'd say. Yeah. Like there's, there's so much possibility for games to, to still be fun. And yeah, like the, the KOTOR ones basically don't work still. Maybe that's been fixed, but like, I think that it's either KOTOR one or KOTOR two was like, you couldn't finish it. And I don't know if you yeah. still can or not, but yeah, I've heard of those issues. Another thing that's frustrating too about this situation is 
if you want to play the restored content DLC, you've got to uh, you can't do it on a new save. It's got to be a completely fresh save. So it's like people yeah. have been waiting to start the game for this DLC to come out. It's just like no jokes on you, fucking never yeah. coming out. Well, speaking of things that are never coming out, to uh, mm-hmm. let's uh, talk a little bit about movies, I guess. Okay. We've got uh, the big thing is the statement by Patty Jenkins that came out this week, uh, where she was one. She's the director of the Rogue Squadron movie, but also of Wonder Woman one and two, uh, and then Wonder Woman three was canceled. So she made a statement talking about how she had originally left rogue squadron because she didn't want to push back wonder woman 3 anymore but she had a deal with lucas art or lucasfilm rather that she would come back after wonder woman finished to work on rogue squadron again mm-hmm. so now that's and she said in the in the same message that as far as she knows development has continued on the movie while she was gone and the agreement still stands so it seems to be confirmation that rogue squadron does still exist uh Hopefully. but you had you had uh, something you said on Twitter about uh, the choice to prioritize Wonder Woman over over Rogue Squadron. Okay, and I gotta say before I'll, I'll let you continue, but that was essentially a joke because I think DC movies are shit. But yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry. you were saying, well, you said uh, who would choose to prioritize DC over? Star Wars, which I agree with the skull face, with the skull face, meaning it's a joke, but I I don't think that's what that means. Okay, but and 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 your point was well, you you say your point because I I I agree, I agree with your point completely. My thing was that like no Star Wars movie seemed to actually be going anywhere, and she had waited long enough where it was like, okay, I, I I've been pushing off this thing that's keeping other people employed for long enough. You got to fulfill mm-hmm. those obligations before you can come back. And I don't know, oh. like Star Wars movies are they're just not going anywhere. I thought your point was about I thought you were going to say cuz she talks mostly about how um how close she is with like all the cast and like how they're all her best friends. I thought your point was going to be about how like it's fine for her to pr- to prefer that over Well, Star I don't Wars. Th- I didn't read it as her preferring it or prioritizing it. I think like it seemed like she was prioritizing working on Star Wars first, but when it was taking so long, it was like, okay, I already have this agreement, this contract probably that I need to do Wonder Woman three. They're still waiting on me and they're ready to go. So I'm going to go over to that because she's not writing Rogue Squadron. She's just directing it. So yeah. there's only so much that she can do until it's like in her hands. And there were, they were saying, I think in 2021, it was nearly done. Like the script was done, but uh, there's still other development stuff that they had to do beforehand. So it's like, it makes sense to me that her choice in the moment would be, all right, well, I've waited so long to do Wonder Woman mm-hmm. 3. I need to go do that now. And Lucasfilm gave her the deal to come back and sell the Rogue Squadron. So I don't think it's prioritizing necessarily DC over Star Wars in general. Just when you've waited I mean, so long, to you, you've got another job to do. Yeah, I, I do. I do totally see that point, but it was also the situation where something's got to give, either Star Wars or DC. And at the end of the day, whether Star Wars was taking long or not, the thing that gave for her was Star Wars. She was completely willing to walk away from it. But it's, um, 
if you're a director right now and you have yep. a tentative deal to do a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. do you how much water does that hold for you? Yeah, uh, totally agree. And that's why I'm not criticizing Patty Jenkins on this. Like, I like Patty Jenkins. I, I don't like Wonder Woman. I think she's the most boring fucking character of all time. <laughs> uh like everyone was talking about this one sequence, like where she's walking across. I don't know if it's uh, some like the no man's land, I guess world war one, probably like, this is the best thing ever. This scene is mine. This is cinema. This is true cinema. I watch it. And I'm like, this is so fucking dumb. Like I just, whatever. Um, but anyway, I, I if, if you like it, you like it. To- I don't mind, but um, <laughs> I've never seen a single DC movie since the, <clears throat> the Batman movie with had uh, poison Ivy in it from like the nineties. Oh, I haven't even seen rubber the lips are immune to your charms. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I think Wonder Woman is probably the most boring fucking character of all time. She's like an unkillable goddess. Same with like, same with how they use Superman. We're like, you know, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I get it. I'm just frustrated that like. Okay, if you're going to have all these 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 pans on the fire or whatever the, the expression is, um like don't tell us about them until they're actually going to materialize, which is something we've complained about or I've complained about before. But it also is a little frustrating too with Ryan Johnson and Kevin Feige and who else? Oh, Taika Waititi where it's like they got a Star Wars thing, but it seems like, you know, the boys are working on it when they get five spare minutes between something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's the most applicable to the ones that are also writing it. Or like Taika, especially, mm-hmm. he's doing the writing and uh, directing. Where, like, the the issue with Patty, I think, like, everyone I feel like was assuming that the reason that Rogue Squadron was being held up was because of her other commitments. Where now it seems like she was ready to go, basically, and the movie just wasn't quite there yet itself. And there was uh, another interview I read. I can't remember who it was, uh, but another director who's been tapped for a Star Wars movie where he's been. Yeah. Like they explicitly asked him, does seeing all these other directors (laughs) saying they're doing a movie and then nothing seems to come. Yeah, it was Sean Levy. It was Sean Levy. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and he's like, no, I just I just want to do a Star War, which is a great attitude to have. But also, like, are we ever going to get to see any of the Star Wars? Yeah. Are no, these actually totally. happening or is this like when uh, we're on a drunk X2 stream and we're talking about how, like, mm-hmm. eventually we're going to do a video of me getting shot in the face? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. That sucks. Like. And and they're able to do that, I think, because Disney Plus is just like so successful, and all their projects yeah. seem to be well, not all their projects, but a lot of their projects seem to be really uh, popular and stuff. So I'm sure they'd be sweating a bit more if they didn't have 35 TV shows coming out every month. But uh, but yeah. Well, I, I started to think like, is it a situation where like you know if you've had lunch with someone at the end, you're like, oh, we should do this more often. If like directors have lunch with Kathleen Kennedy. Does she just end by saying, oh, we should do a Star War? And then the director goes, mentions it to the news, like, oh, I'm going to do a Star War. But really, it was just like a, a nicety that you use a little yeah. attitude at the end of the meal. And then they're tweeting about it, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here we go. Like, yeah. I, I think the announcement timing is definitely the biggest problem there. Like, I, 
I don't know what the yeah. intended time span is of any of these things versus uh, when they might end up happening. Like Rogue Squadron is definitely the one that that stands out the most because we had a solid date for it, and it's yep. clearly missing that. But for the rest of them, it all it the state that all of them are in make more sense as like long term things if Rogue Squadron comes out this or next year. Like if we're in a world where that happened. The fact that it's going to be 2026 before Taika's movie might show up or 2027 before someone else's like that seems less weird. But the fact that the bottom fell out of Rogue Squadron when it did, I think, is where most of that perception comes from. Because I don't think it was ever intended to be like a Marvel situation where you had fucking five Marvel movies come out in a year. Like, it seems like the intent was for longer term work. It's just without Rogue Squadron coming out right now, it feels like everything is so far off when really it's just an unfortunate situation with one movie made everything kind of go kablooey. Yeah. Yep. But maybe with, uh, maybe with Iger, they'll want more movies. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like, and again, I, I think the problem wouldn't be so bad if they stopped announcing it. Like even the Kevin Feige thing, they announced it like, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> like 2019. So it's like, stop doing that, maybe. Yeah, I, I think part of it is just like, there's only been what the one actual announcement, right? No, like there's been Squadron. a bunch. Like Rogue Squadron was fully announced. Rogue Squadron um, was fully announced. But like, were, aren't the other ones just like people mentioning shit? No, Taika's movie was officially announced with that weird Star Wars font. Yeah, Star Wars put out an official thing that Ryan Johnson had been hired to do a trilogy. They put out an official thing about Kevin Feige. Uh, let's see if I can find the the. I'll just try to find one for for an example. Uh, Ryan Johnson trilogy from StarWars.com. Yeah, so November nineteenth, twenty seventeen. On the official StarWars.com, Ryan Johnson, writer, director of the Star Wars The Last Jedi to create all new Star Wars yeah. trilogy. Um, so yeah, like, and they got quotes from, from Kathleen, and so yeah, fucking get it together. Hmm. And that was before The Last Jedi. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize they announced that before The Last Jedi even came out, so that's interesting. Yeah. Five well, years ago. Maybe Fuck, time has flown. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I think he's happier just doing his. I haven't seen. Um, Ryan Johnson has mentioned yet. like still wanting to do it repeatedly. Yeah, but he also seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> well, I think he like he brings it up himself, where he'll say okay, like, fair enough. He can. I think the last one I saw was like Ryan Johnson can live without doing a Star Wars movie again, but he'll just be sad about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I saw. I'm really looking forward to watching Glass Onion this week. Oh, are you seeing it this week? Uh, I think it comes out on the 23rd on streaming, so that's like one week from now we're going to... We both really liked uh, Knives Out. So. Yeah, Knives Out was great. Um, I uh, I want to see... I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Avatar, I w- but I wanted to go with August, but it's fucking three hours long, so... Yeah, I, I don't think... I think I'm... I think I'm out on Avatar. I've, I tried to watch the first one, I watched like most of it at my friend's house and I remember we were all talking about it like while it was on the screen and I just I was so not interested on anything. Oh, but you saw it at your friend's house? 
Yeah. These are movies you can't see. Like, they're spectacles. Like, literally and figuratively, you got to wear 3D glasses. But, like, the thing about Avatar was it was, like, an as-of-yet-still-unmatched theatrical experience. Right. And and I'm perfectly happy. Like, great, do your tech, James Cameron, and then another movie will use it worse to do something that I'm more interested in. But nobody's even used it close to the way Avatar used it. Seen Spy um, Kids 3D. What else do you want? It's hard to explain if you've never seen it, but it was like somebody actually like people when I saw I saw Avatar with my aunt um and I remember when that movie came out, people were getting up and walking down towards the screen because they felt like they were in the movie. Um so and like it was it was pretty incredible. So uh, the story was was absolute dog shit, uh, <laughs> really even annoying at times, like detracted from it. But like, I'm a big oceans guy as well. Like, I love I love sea creatures and stuff. And this one's all about that. So for me, I'm pretty interested, but you, you can't see it in a you can't see it in a I can do an hour and a half spectacle. I might even be able to do a two hour spectacle, but <laughs> Yeah. I, I I don't think I I don't think I can do a three hour spectacle. I don't think I have it in me. Yeah, that's why I'm actually feeling kind of okay about going with my son because maybe he just decides when we're fucking done. <laughs> like enough. maybe I go go for as long as he wants, and if an hour and a half he's done, I'm like I don't give a shit about the story anyway. Let's go home. Yeah. You know. But then you've paid fucking seventy five dollars to see that's a movie. Yeah, I'm actually trying to log in right now and look at how fucking expensive these tickets like the, are. Yeah, because you're not just going to fucking go for the <clears throat> the day rate of $19 for a regular movie ticket now. I do actually have... I have... I think it's a here. I have a Great Escape, two general admission, two regular soft drinks, and one regular popcorn coupon. So I think we got to... The closest bad. playing of one regular popcorn. What the fuck? What am I gonna do with one regular popcorn? Oh, I could have went to see it tonight if I had been me. smarter. Oh well. Yeah, well, I'm just kind of curious to see how much tickets cost. Let's see. Maybe I'll go see it. So I'm big. I'm big on going to see movies by myself. Yeah, I've I've only done that with Rogue One. I did it recently. I did it for. Uh, was it Endgame or Infinity? Endgame was the last one, right? I did it for Endgame. Um, I did it most recently for Dune. That was a good one. I was like, no, like Kelsey, I'm, I'm, she's not going to make it if I try to take her to see it. She's she's not going to go. She just won't. Yeah. Um, it's like okay, <coughs> I got the spice in my fucking lungs. Um, so I just like I'm just going to go see it the night it came out because I work I work nights, right? Um. So I just went to go see it, and it was pretty sick. So now I'm I'm big on just going to the movies by yourself. It's a good experience. Yeah, I I pretty much only watch movies with people. Like yeah. I even here I don't really watch movies alone. So I don't know that. Yeah, for me, that's... like going to the movies is a social thing. So I. It I agree. Really is a thing that I, I end up wanting to do alone. 
and like if I'm going to like a Star Wars movie, like yeah, I probably want to go with uh, with a friend or like it's more fun. But certain movies like like Dune, it's like this shit ain't social. Like this is cerebral. You know what I mean? Well, I'm. I mean, like talking about it afterwards, <laughs> where I feel like that's the yeah, I I totally I agree. The... That's the thing I miss most. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's still fun. All right. Well, as you cough us out, I think that's going to do it for tonight's Fuck. podcast. Hope you all enjoyed the the Jedi Prince talk as well as the Jedi Survivor and also the Jedi Rogue Squadron. So uh, and next me week, shitting on DC. Next week, I. I don't know if we should try to do something like some kind of year end wrap up situation. I don't know. I might end up being too like. busy next week, to be honest. Like okay. Christmas is going to be crazy. Um, and we got the, the X2 party that night. So, all right, well, we'll figure something we'll see, out though. for we'll when our next one's going to be. Yeah, we, we might do something. I'm definitely open to doing something. I just won't have time to prepare beforehand. Yeah, so, yeah. so we'll keep you all posted until then. Always remember. Don't let the Imperials raid your pantry. They got to feed those stormtroopers somehow. Don't be embarrassed to eat ass. Isn't that our saying? Sure. Okay. <laughs>